Hey everybody, I'm Eric Arnaud and this is Blank Cassette, the podcast that takes a close look at your mixes to get the stories behind the songs. This week, Chicago media producer Aaron Amendola joins us to share a disastrously emo CD mix from 1999 entitled Dizzy Melancholy. Uh, it's fairly common on this show, and in life I guess, for people to look back on their past mixes and express a bit of, well, disbelief and regret at their past musical choices. In this episode, Aaron takes that idea head-on. Of course, it's not about the music, not really. It's about the person you were and the person you are now. Can Aaron use a burned CD from 18 years ago to help synthesize these two people? Well, hey, listen to the episode, dudes. I'm not going to spoil the ending. (laughs) Um, If you have a mix you'd like to have featured on Blank Cassette, just send an email to mixtape at nerdalogs.com with a track list and a brief description of why you made the thing. Seriously, we would love to hear from you. And remember, Blank Cassette is a Nerdalogs production. We make all sorts of cool stuff, like other podcasts, live comedy shows, and even games. Uh, for more on what we're up to, go to www.nerdalogs.com or facebook.com slash nerdalogs. If you like our show, you can rate and review us on iTunes. That is really super helpful. If you really like our show, you can check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash nerdalogs. That helps us make more stuff like this. But as always, the coolest thing you can do is just listen. And uh, with that said, let's get to Aaron's Dizzy Melancholy. My name is Aaron Amendola, and this is a mix I made in 1999, oh boy, titled (laughs) Dizzy Melancholy. So that title's pretty bad. I remember specifically when I was like 13 or 14, I would read a lot of comic books, and I noticed that every one of the heroes that I looked up to had like this terrible tragic past, and I would, I'd be like, man, I need to have like something terrible happen to me. In order for me to become a superhero, in order for me to make it, I need to have some sort of like trial by fire. I was like 13 or 14, so I was probably going from the 8th grade year to my freshman year. I was kind of a bad kid. Like, I had a really bad last few years in grade school for all the stereotypical reasons that everybody else has a bad time in grade school. So that's when like I started looking at my life very dramatically and I started listening to a lot of like probably emo type music. And like trying to look into lyrics and decipher hidden meanings behind things. And I remember thinking like, yeah, Dizzy Melancholy is a really, really good dramatic song title. Like, that's what a playlist should be titled. That's that's super heavy. It's intelligent. 
it was that phase where I was going through English class and like we were learning all these new words and I remember thinking like melancholy is a great word it's real deep if I use that then freshmen in high school are gonna think I'm really smart so uh, yeah it's real it's real bad real real bad Semisonic's Feeling Strangely Fine was a, was a really big album for me. Everyone knows Closing Time, but Singing in My Sleep is, a, is just a gorgeous song. I think it's, it's probably the only song on this list that would still have a place in other playlists of mine. Semisonic was also one of the first bands I ever met. I had a family member who was working in radio, and we got in to see the weirdest concert ever. It was Matchbox 20, Semisonic, and Soul Asylum. And, like, this is right when Runaway Train was, like, big on the radio. And uh, Semisonic was just, like, such a cool band. And I remember the lead singer, Dan, was, like, really, really nice to me. So even if his song sucked, I was invested in him. And uh, I really, really grew attached to that song after that. It just seemed so happy when the rest of the stuff on the playlist wasn't.
the song The Background from Third Eye Blind, I, I had a cassette tape back when cassette tapes were like still a thing. And that part of the cassette tape where the background was on got so warbled and warped over time because I listened to it over and over and over again. I eventually would have to make a separate tape of just that song. And I would have like a 30 minute cassette tape of just that song. Mouth by Bush is a really weird song, and I remember specifically, uh, there's no Weezer on this mix, which is very unusual for me, especially at this time in my life. I remember Weezer's Pinkerton came out, and Bush's Razorblade Suitcase came out. And at the time, those two albums were reviewed as like the worst albums of the year, and people hated them. But I went through and I loved every single song on all of their albums. I loved them, loved them. And Mouth by Bush was just like... I didn't understand it. I remember specifically thinking, like, I don't understand what the lyrics are. I don't understand what he's trying to say. But I know that it was on the soundtrack to American Werewolf in Paris, and I dug that movie. And it was, like, dark and mysterious, so it deserved a spot on my mix. It's super shallow, but uh, it's still a good song. And Days drift nightly to you, pollute my heart, drain you have.
The playlist is only 11 songs, and I remember specifically why. My family had just spent like three hours on the phone with Dell, and they just got this huge new Dell desktop, and like my dad knew nothing about computers, so he probably got swindled in a few ways, but we had a a rewritable disk drive, and this was actually written on a CDRW, so you could rewrite it, and I didn't know that you could do playlists that were like, that could fill the entire disk. I used to come from cassette making days where 11 to 12 songs is all you could get. So I thought every playlist has to be 11 songs. It has to be in that like 45 minute area. And if you went past that, then you were kind of just ruining a tape. Uh, And later I eventually found out, oh yeah, you can make 25 track playlists and that'll be just as fine. But no, I was stupid and young and I didn't bother to read what the data Uh, capacity was on the disc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
do I feel shame about this playlist? The answer, I guess, is kind of yes and no. A lot of these songs I really truly love, but I recognize that they're from a time and place where I wasn't happy. So I'm a little bit ashamed to to kind of like associate these songs with that period of my life. But they're not bad songs. They're all they're all well crafted, nice songs. Like uh, looking back, it's it's just such a time machine of, of where I was. Um, so I'm not exactly ashamed, but I wish I could associate the songs with a happier time. I looked up to people like Spider-Man. Like I, I had a subscription to Amazing Spider-Man from day one, and nothing ever works out for that guy. And I think when you read fiction like that over and over and over, and you're of a certain age, you're like, I'm just like this person. And I want to have the same trajectory as this person. But I don't think that's always true. I think if you really had that trajectory, you'd be even more miserable. But uh, being able to see somebody's story as being worse and rising out of it made it easier for me to rise out of what I was in. And um, I just had all these pop emo songs that kind of helped me with it. I was totally prepared for, for like this playlist to be the thing that... like made me go down that first hill on the roller coaster and instead it was I was already on the upswing and so it was kind of funny to listen to sad songs and like actually be entering a happy time in my life maybe I was able to use what these songs gave me and become a superhero all my own yeah I I definitely left the me that like these songs behind for like seven to eight years but now we're best friends again now we now we chat almost every day. You've been listening to Blank Cassette, a Nerdalogs production. All the music you just heard has been presented for critical and historical purposes only. If you liked what you listened to, check out full songs via our Spotify playlist or buy the songs on iTunes. Supporting the arts is the best. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash nerdalogs. And for more information on the Nerdalogs and our shows, go to www.nerdalogs.com.